the uh, the average girl will do anal for the first time at the age of 23. Can't make this shit up. Welcome to episode 23. See what I did there? Uh, this fucking guy taking advantage of girls' anal virginities to make an intro. Shameless intro. Never really saw the show Shameless, but um, that's why I feel a lot now. But yeah, welcome to episode 23 of Off and Beats. I am your host, Clint. Another edition is 3.35 a.m. Uh, 3.56 a.m. Jesus Christ, Clint, learn how to fucking read. Uh, 3.56 a.m. on a Saturday, technically. I believe July 17th. Yeah, July 17th of 2021. Just for the archives, eight years from now when this show's top 28 in the world... You know, got to have realistic expectations. You know, people have been podcasting for years and years. I can't expect just to be top five in eight years from now. You know, I'm a pretty realistic guy. I understand if you're watching the video version. I look like I hold people's clubs at your local country club. But I can promise you this. Um, the only clubs I be holding in my hands these days are club sandwiches because I like to eat sandwiches specifically uh, shout out to Jimmy John's they have a nice uh, beach club sandwich I always ask for extra mayo because it should be a crime to have a dry sandwich but people do it but who am I to judge and uh, for the video I am back on my C4 I guess you could say I'm back on my bullshit Sour Badger Bros. It's like, uh, the flavor of this is Sour Badger Bros. It's almost like Sour Patch Kids. But instead of kids, they replace it with bros. Or it's, um, Super Smash Bros. It's almost like they're trying to protect their asses by technical. But yeah. So yeah. Um... I love these type of episodes where I have nothing planned going in. Um, oh yeah, by the way, don't forget to like the vid and subscribe. Also, follow my IG. I've been I was told by someone I should start doing that near the intros, but you know, here I am. So, how are y'all today? I know y'all can't hear me. Really just saying, how am I today's Clint? Oh, glad you asked. Is it weird to talk to yourself? Yeah, it kind of is. Um, is it a form of... Is it where if you talk to yourself, like legitimately, not think to yourself, but actually physically, if you were speaking out loud to yourself and you have like kind of like a split personality going, but it's not a split personality, you talk to yourself out loud, I think it's like a form of... Uh, it's like a sign of Asperger's or something, which is kind of funny that it seems like every person I've ever known with Asperger's are like the smartest people. Doesn't sound like a disability to me. I think the biggest disability is being average. 
That's the disability. You should be able to file for disability just by being an average human being. Is Can you file for disability if you have Asperger's? If you're smart enough to, you know, make rockets and shit? Elon Musk, shout out. I don't think this whole uh, touching space thing, making your own fucking rocket launchers for Virgin Mobile. It's kind of weird. There's like a trillion dollar company. This dude's one of the richest people, at least in America and the world. I can't remember the last time someone used Virgin Mobile, the actual phone company, because it was a phone company. Then he made it into a fucking playing company type of shit. I can't fucking remember the last time. Sounds like some scammy shit. And if you like it, you should have put a ring on it. And uh, by ring, I mean put a cock ring on it. You know, I think it's a fair equivalent to exchange for. I don't think it's out of bounds. If you put a ring on your girl, put it on your finger, make your day. Just gave you the greatest day of your life. If I get on my knee, propose to you, you say yes. The least you could do later on that night is put on my cock ring. And just in case someone's curious, no, I don't use a cock ring. I don't need it yet. I don't even know how that will work. I feel like it looks highly, highly, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uncomfortable. I don't think anything suppressing the blood in my ball sack area to rush the blood to a one vessel, let's just say, to the one missile. I don't really see why that's necessary. I understand the kinky shit, you know. We all got our kinks. Um, I just feel like that's a little bit too dangerous of a kink. I feel like there's something about... I feel like that would actually cause blue balls. And I don't have blue balls. Never have. I mean, I did bruise my balls one time by playing basketball. Um, it actually happened in a pickup game. It was actually on prom night, the one I didn't go to. But uh, some dude inbounded the ball, and I wasn't looking. And I was setting up, you know. I was telling everyone, spread out. Even though I shouldn't have been. I was not going to drive it. I was a shooter, always shooting my shot. Then this guy decided to shoot the 29 and a half ounce Wilson kind of beat down ball. Lasered it in between my nutsack. And, uh, you know, of course, as a man, if you've ever been, had anything hit you in the balls before, with great force, god damn it, Wilson, god damn it. Could you imagine if an actual dude named Wilson kicked you in the balls? Talk about double entendre there. If it's a volleyball, then, you know, you can spike it. Talk about spiked balls. It's almost like spiked lemonade. Mike's hard lemonade. Mike's hard cock ring. And, you know, if you squeeze lemon on your balls, you may get AIDS. Lemon AIDS. God, Clint, you're so fucking immature. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm wearing a fucking teal. Actually, I think I wore this teal uh, shirt in a video a long time ago. And my first podcast, I tried with my friend. We only did like three or four episodes. Really hard to schedule two people. When, you know, you don't really live that close and you got shit in your life, you do. Remember, I wore this thing and I came across the video like a couple days ago. 
I was like, damn, you look good in that shit. So I decided to wear it today. First time I've worn it probably since, or at least in recent memory. Doesn't fit the same. And um, if you don't understand why it doesn't fit the same, let's just say it's not a custom fitted. Because you don't have to be custom made if you already fit in. And I um, don't fit into a lot of things anymore. And I don't mean just my clothes. You know what's funny is I don't I don't think I'm anti-social. I just think I'm comfortable not being social. Ah, see, that sounds pretty toxic. Sounds like one of those um inverse type of scenarios where people just say shit, where people just switch the words around to make it sound like, oh, this guy is zen. Where it's like, you know, I'm not hard to understand. I'm just hard for you to understand. Whoa, bro. Whoa. It's like, nah, you're just a pain in the ass. You're not clear in anything you say. Yeah, so you're just hard to understand for the masses. But you're not this unique individual. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm a real Debbie Downer. But I feel like some people need to be told this shit. You are not that special. And I don't mean like, don't feel like, you know, you can't. Be unique or something. But stop thinking that just because you remove some words around to make a character flaw trait, to make a character flaw of yours seem like a, no, you guys are the one that's out of touch. It's like, no, you think uh, rape is normal. That's a, that's a character flaw, my friend. And I actually have heard someone say, and I'm not even kidding when I say this, I'm not going to say their name. Um, they're not friends of mine, obviously, but remember we having this group discussion one time, just friends kicking it, and he literally said that when you think about it, in the instance of rape, the victim is actually the person that raped, basically The one that's not the victim, he's saying is the victim. The person that committed the act of rape on someone is the actual victim. Because then he starts saying, well, typically, the reason why people rape people is because when they were younger, they were probably raped. And that's the only thing they know of life. That's the only way they know how to get their sexual energy out. It's like, yeah, look, man, um, stuff that happens to you from a young age, I'm not saying people shouldn't have empathy for it. But you causing harm on people... The same harm that was caused to you doesn't justify it. It's called grow up, go to therapy. I don't even want to use the word deal with it because, you know, there's shit that is traumatic. I I, I get it. And I do have to be more sympathetic about that. But just because someone raped you when you were like eight years old, that doesn't give you the right when you're 32 and you rape a woman on the street. Or you rape anyone, for whatever reason, druggy, you know, whatever, drug them. Two, three, four, five wrongs don't make it right for you to do it. Now, look, man, if you in, here's what I will say, though. If you get raped and molested by, like, some 39-year-old teacher when you're, like, 11 years old, I have no problem 
when you turn like 25, you return the favor to them. I feel like double jeopardy. Even though I don't know if that's certainly double jeopardy, but hey, you give back. Talk about giving back. Give it in the back. Because typically it's men on men raping. Molestation. Wow, this is not a very funny topic to talk about. This really took a turn. Um, this is what happens when you take a turn down the wrong cheeks. Um, tongue in cheek. Tongue in cheek. But remember, 23. Um, but yeah, I do feel like, like, it's really like the equivalent. It's like this weird, we do have this weird sympathetic thing in society where someone commit could commit murder and kill three people. Out of cold blood. Wasn't self-defense or none. They killed three people. For whatever reason. For some reason. If they're found. If they are freed. After serving 10 years in prison. It's like this weird celebration thing. And I, I would feel weird. If I had a close friend. That murdered three people. And then 10 years later. What, you want me to sit outside the prison and wait for you? And wait for you to come out and you're expecting a big old bro hug? It's like, nah man, you murdered three people. You murdered a child. You murdered a mother. You murdered her sister. Um, Not really something I'm going to dap you up on and say, hey man, you had to go through trials and tribulations to be who you are today. You know, sometimes you sacrifice three people to make your life find more meaning. And look, I'm all about people making their life right again. But don't come out of jail after, don't come out of prison after you murdered three people. Found guilty on those murders, admitted to it. And don't expect to come out of here and then go on Instagram, go on Facebook that's where most people go on once they get out of prison. They go on Facebook. And don't be going out here preaching about, man, I really wish I got a fair chance out here. It's not easy out here for a felon. It's like, yeah, um, advanced auto parts doesn't exactly want to have a, when people walk into the store and it's like, hey, you look familiar. It's like, I feel like I've seen you on the news before. He'd be like, oh, I have no clue what you're talking about. Uh, would you like these, would you like these uh, tire gauges? Uh, buy two, get a third free. Get one for your mother. And they're like, wait. Then you look them up because they see your name. They see your face. Wait. You're the one that murdered my school teacher. We had to cancel class that year. Never got to learn about osmosis because of you. They just gave these. They just gave us these study guide packets and made us do work at home, and we never got to actually do lab experience because you murdered my teacher. Small world. Small world. Oh, small world, it's a boy meets world, and she says, can I get your world? 
Oh man, it's a it's a beautiful day out here. It's really fucking hot outside, like dry, humid hot. My freaking windows are like fogging up, sweating. I have to fucking turn on the air conditioning unit all the time on blast just to make sure I don't, you know, die out on these roads at nighttime. I really have thought about getting the golfing. You know, I, I swing and miss enough in life. I felt like, you know what? The least I can do is get a nine iron. Feel the success that maybe Tiger Woods felt. I want to know what it's like, you know, striping up these ladies on the golf course. You know, like, typically athletes have, like, entourages. They have groupies, in a sense. When you really think about it, I'm pretty sure Tiger Woods had, like, an entourage of just pussy waiting in the limo in his prime. Like, that dude was pumped. And, uh, not talk about his fist pumps. I mean, I think he was pumping, all right? Call him Big Old Daddy Pump. You know, this is a weird thing. If you really look back at that case, um... Imagine crashing into a tree a little bit right outside. Right outside your house. And crashing into a tree, ironically, left all these branches just falling down on you. All these branches of your life are all coming down. No one ever thinks about that. No one ever looks back and like, God damn, Tiger. How did he never get caught before with all, even then, social media wasn't the way it was. But, you know, we have all these investigative gossip people. How they never find out that Tiger was, you know, uh, not toying around with these lady stories by giving them the Woody package. And uh, he's like, come here, Bo Pete. It's kind of weird how in Toy Story they named a fucking whore Bo Peep. You really think about it, she's kind of a whore. And the worst part is Buzz and Woody are like openly not even fighting over this girl, but they both like her. And you know, uh, you know she uses that cane, the that big old cane to pull Woody in, and um. Looks more like some Woody Allen would be into. <laughs> Maybe, wait, is that who Woody? Is that who Woody? The character of Toy Story. Is he based off the, is he based off Woody Allen? Because, think about it. He's in a small toy world where he has an excuse to be around kids like Andy. Andy. Wait, hold on. I'm literally putting this together. We got Andy Warhol. The fucking dude who records the Empire State Building for 13 hours and calls it a masterpiece. Does pop art like these Coca-Cola cans and shit. Whoa. Nowadays, uh, my sister can draw Andy Warhol fucking paintings. But whatever. We're not going to talk about that. Um, 
that's real white privilege. The fact that you could draw those basic ass things that literally anyone can fucking draw these days and whatever. Andy Warhol and Woody Allen. Andy off Toy Story represents Andy Warhol. He's always in and out. He's never really a part of the story, but he's important enough to keep it going the same way Andy Warhol was to art and filmmaking to an extent, but mainly just the art world. Woody Allen is Woody. Then Buzz Lightyear represents Buzz Aldrin because Buzz Aldrin was an astronaut and Buzz Lightyear is from outer space, hence why he has to wear the fucking uh, globe thing or the, you know, the little plastic, well, it's not plastic, if it was plastic, he would just pop off in space. But you know what I'm talking about. It's his dome to protect himself when he goes out of space. Holy shit. I just cracked the real inverse of Toy Story. Now, ironically, this, that's a, it's not a very uh, kid-friendly thing. Except Buzz Aldrin, pretty harmless. Actually, my grandfather met Buzz Aldrin one time. Because he's like in, he used to be an engineer for Pan Am. And, um, so yeah, I never met Buzz Aldrin, but, uh, I would only assume when he's, uh, in town, there's a Buzz in town. Oh, thick like honey, so thick and so sweet. Ain't no curves like hers in downtown streets. That is from a song. Body like a back road. Shout out to Sam Hunt. Dude's killing it. Can't wait till his album. Can't also wait till Drake drops his album, Certified Lover Boy. Now, I do have... Now I think about it. I actually asked someone. They didn't really give me an answer. So, J. Cole obviously dropped his album earlier, like a few months ago. And, you know, when it came out, obviously, anytime the the big three drop an album, Kendrick, J. Cole, or Drake, it's like... The world kind of stops. At least people that are interested in that world. But really, music just stops. Like, everything. The second it drops, everyone, like, within 15 minutes, you already have people start quoting lines, like, from, I uh, remember when J. Cole dropped his off-season album, um, 95 South, Krispy Kreme, 12. Everyone was like, oh, my God. But, so... I think we gotta do an off-season, the J. Cole off-season album, quick, um, I call them aging reviews, meaning, something new, we're gonna start aging reviews, when an album comes out, give it a couple months, then, you know, you, you're not in the moment, how much replay value, do I go back and listen, and the reality is, I like, I remember I listened to the album the night it came out, I listened beginning to end, and I was like, Oh, like I was in it. I was in it. In the car, you play that shit at nighttime. Like, mm, mm, yeah. And it had a good balance. It was a good balance record. But then, I started thinking, when is the last time I've gone back to the album? When's the last time that it's been on my Spotify playlist and I picked that song to start out? Or even listen to a song. And after the first couple weeks, I haven't really listened to any part of that album. And it's not that necessarily the album's not good, because I think the album's pretty good. But 
is there any of those hits on that song that are going to add to his like classic reel like no role models wet dreams fire squad um you want to go to born center um forbidden fruit you know or sideline story or dollar in a dream or a workout like his his biggest hits like and there's a couple of the ones that are more my favorites but you know those are his biggest hits j cole and shit and I don't know if on the off season there is one of those songs. To be honest, I think I don't think there's a bad song by any means, but I don't think there's any that are like song of the year or song of the. It's gonna be like I don't think there's gonna be a song on that album that's gonna be having three hundred million streams in five years. I don't think that's gonna happen. Now Drake, um. Apparently, there are rumors that a certified lover boy has a lot of nothing was the same vibes, and I fucking hope so. Now, you don't want, like, from an objective point of view, you don't want just someone to do the same album, but they're saying that means he's back in his Courtney on Hooters on Peachtree, meaning we're about to get some specific certified fuckboy lover boy energy and i am here for it i do hey man i do think like people are getting more creative with these rollouts i think him going on the date in dodger stadium i do think that's kind of part of the rollout do i think he's piping that woman of course i do but he's going to use this part of the rollout i do think that was a planned thing part of the rollout and I guarantee you, mark me on this, he is going to have a fucking song on there that's going to reference that. He's going to use that uh, for a line in a verse in that song. And people are going to go crazy about it. He's also going to use the one about fucking that girl who was engaged for eight years or whatever and piped her in the studio while he sent out the dude to get some wing stop. The dude made a lemon pepper freestyle. You think he's going to send you to get Wingstop? Like, he can't pay one of his security guards, the people he pays for to get Wingstop? You think he's going to send you, a fucking stranger, as there with his wife, to get Wingstop? If he's not trying to place his bone in your wife, engage, sorry, fiance, and um, winging inside of her, and he won't stop? He made a lemon pepper freestyle, man. That's on you. What do you think was going to happen? Yeah, certified lover boy. Can't wait. <sighs> Subway. No, you know, fuck Subway. I don't, I don't think I've actually eaten a sandwich in a while. You know, um, I don't have any woman in the kitchen. I don't live at home no more. I'm kidding. I don't need a woman to make me a sandwich. I flip my own bread. And it's no point for me to buy a whole fucking loaf of bread. You know, as a as a man that lives with my brother, there's no point for me to buy a whole loaf of bread that I'm going to have to eat within like eight days to preserve freshness unless you get low quality bread that will last maybe two, three weeks. But then you're not getting the good bread inside of you. You're getting bad glutton. Trying to cut off the rolls. 
because, um, you know, I got honey bun rolls, but I don't have sweet rolls, if you get my drift. That's sad. But yeah, there's no point in me buying a whole fucking loaf of bread, buying separate meat from the deli, buying cheese, buying mayo just to put on my sandwich, because the mayo is just going to be sitting in my fridge. I'm not going to use a whole fucking jar of mayo within two months. It's going to be sitting, like, I'll probably use one third of it, because I'll use the whole loaf of bread one time to make sandwiches for a week. Alright, then what? I'm going to go just eat sandwiches every fucking day? I'm going to go to the store every week to get another loaf of bread, more meat, and more cheese? What the fuck do I look like to you? I'm not home that much. I'm not home at the right times to make fucking sandwiches. No. That's why. That's why, like, you know, I'm not asking people to feel sympathy for a person that is solely responsible for himself and has enough money to eat for himself, provide for himself. You know, I wouldn't say I'm struggling for money or nothing. But goddamn, I hate when I waste food. I really do. I literally buy for like a couple days at a time. Because you know what? I may like, you know what? I'm going to eat this for the next couple days. Then like a day goes by and I'm like, I don't want eggs again. I don't want sausage. You know what? I just want to go fuck myself tonight. How many calories can I consume then? Oh, if you fuck yourself, I'm assuming um, the national average. And, you know, I like to think I'm nationally average, but then again, that's a disability. But hey, disability equals rewards. And this is not going great. I've really been uh, off the ball recently. Last couple, mainly the last episode and this episode. And I haven't really been smooth. My uh, train of thought, my thought processes, my puns, my um, correlation, my linking things together like some good brats, not really linking together. I think I've been obsessed with eating sausage lately. Pause. Johnsonville. Pause. Uh, just sausage. Meat sausage. The one you put in your mouth. Pause. No. The one you put in a frying pan or an iron skillet and you just press it down until, you know, uh, pus comes out. Pause. God damn it. You know what I mean. The one you mix with eggs. Rotten eggs. Deviled eggs. Deviled eggs are really only for old fucking people. What kind of fucking young person is like, what 26-year-old is like, hey, you know what I really want today? I really just want to make some deviled eggs. What the fuck is wrong with you? How do you smell a deviled egg? It's ironic that the most Christian of all people eat deviled fucking eggs. Can you at least call it something different? Because if you even mention, you know, the man below around, even in a joking manner, they're like, uh, it's not, you know, you got to be very careful of mentioning uh, the Lord's distant brother. In passing, you know, in God's house or nothing. It's like, but you literally eat on Sundays, and it's always on fucking Easter. You eat these things that smell like earwax mixed with nose hair that you didn't shave, and you put it in the thing, mash it up, 
Put some pepper. You got some deviled eggs. That's what it smells like. I don't. Jesus. I just don't get what is with old people's fucking appetites. Why do old people like these weird things? I know when you weren't. I know when you were 30, you didn't eat no deviled eggs. I think there's like a. I think there's a thing, like, once you hit 35, like, your body has to be, like, naturally start biologically wired to eat things that you wouldn't even be able to stand the smell of when you were 19. There's no way a 19-year-old's gonna eat fucking a can of sardines. I don't even know what sardines look like. I smelt them one time. Not great. It's like this... I don't know, man. I'll just go fuck myself. What am I even talking about? This is like god fucking awful. You know what? I want to talk about what it's like making a podcast, right? You want you guys want to know what goes into this? What goes into, you know, me setting up the camera, this fucking light ring that just makes me want to punch in between it. It's like it's like this light ring is looking at me. And I don't know if I'm supposed to be blinded by it. But just by having it on, I feel sweaty. Like, I feel this dry heat in between, like... I think I kind of got a rash. I Typically, I wear underwear, sweatpants, and jeans when I'm out driving. If I'm working and shit. And... Today was not a good day to do that because, um... Sometimes the way I sit in my car is not conducive to the seams. Um, the ones where if you were to get your finger and just pull up on it. And just get in between like. Think, think of your um, think of your base down there right. Yeah your balls, your dick, your seams. Your, uh, your leg jiggle. Think of it like a baseball right. Think of the seams being the red seams, the one that you finger grip in certain positions. This looks like I'm fingering a baseball, but I'm not. I'm showing you how to do a two-seamer. Boom. Think of it like the seams, like the two-seamer, like a two-seamer fastball. If you uh, glide in there when it's nice and uh, sweaty and the fart bubbles kind of glide... No better smell, no better feeling than when you do a fart that's angled out a certain way. And like you can feel the heat bubbles, and the heat seems, a heat wave kind of going between. I guess that's what menopause feels like. Hot flashes. Um, flashing hot. I need to put on my fan, I guess. But can't put on my fan when you are my number one fan. The roof is the ceiling, but um, even ceilings have limits. As your potential, it has way lower limits. So, just saying, your, I guess you could say your potential limit is basically like your credit card limit. Because apparently, according to these credit card companies, and if you listen to all these financial experts and shit, they will tell you that you are only as valuable as um, what your credit score is, and although. Your credit is important. This isn't the channel to get financial advice. There's the Graham Steffens of the world. You know. Ty fucking. Go fuck yourself, Ty Lopez. Um, 
you know, you got even Grant Cardone, even though, yeah, you got to be careful with that dude. He's like a Facebook fiend. Um, Look, there's plenty of financial people you should actually go to and not me. But to put all your, it's never good to put all your deviled eggs in one basket because the devil will come down up to Georgia and snatch your ass down and pull you fucking down like David Goggins on a pull-up bar. And he won't stop pulling up. You want to talk about a dude that's on site? I'm going to say the devil is the type who's about that action. I think there's a whole history context in the Bible that says he's about that action. And But what you got to be careful with, the credit is everything. It's something. And it's important. But... You don't need me to tell you. You know you don't need a credit card to build credit, right? There's ways you can build credit in a natural state that will actually probably have more longevity than just getting a credit card and putting gas in your car and paying small amounts. I'm not saying that doesn't help. Anything's better than nothing to start out, whatever keeps it simple for you. But there's ways you can build credit in a more natural way. If you just have responsibilities in general, you will just by accident build credit. Pay shit on time. The main thing is just making sure you don't have debts. Whoever tells you that being in debt is a good thing, because if you're in debt, that means you're trying towards some. It's like, yeah, um, if there's a reason to be in debt and there is a potential payoff, that's great. But just going in debt, just to go in debt. And credit convincing you that going in debt has a benefit. Do you hear that logic? If you're going in debt because of a business and the payoff is going to be so potentially worth it. Even if it doesn't work out, at least you could justify to yourself that I made a, I made investment. Didn't work out. Could have done a few things different. But the payment, but the investment going in, I may have gone into debt. But I could get out of this and I could build something off of it. If you're just going in debt, going to Ashley's furniture store, getting a love seat, just to help yourself build credits, put $900 when you have $300 in your account. But hey, pay the payments. It's like, or you could just, you know, not pay $900 for a love seat when it's maybe not that necessary. Probably could have just went to a dumpster at a nearby apartment complex, hence where I am, and just find abandoned furniture blocking the way to get out of the fucking apartment complex, you fucking dickheads. And I don't even know if some of those people live there. But if you're going to throw your fucking furniture, big furniture away, can you at least get it out of the way where people don't have to go over curves just to get the fuck out? And you can't even, like, turn around or nothing. You know why? Because there's a big median, and then there's a dumpster. You notice what's the problem when you put dining room tables and chairs in between that? Oh, yeah. People can't get the fuck out. At 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I'm just trying to get my day started. And then you're trying to fucking have me run over some wood. God Fucking damn it. That should irritate me. But yeah. 
this is how people see like people can get in bad credit situations and I understand it. I don't judge people for being in hella credit card debt. But I'm going to ask questions about how you got there, why you got there. Was it complete recklessness? Was it a misjudgment? Or did you actually not do your due diligence when people are telling you, oh, you need a credit card, you need this, you need that. And you didn't do your due diligence of why that may be important and didn't actually have a semi-calculated approach and realize that credit is still something you have to be able to afford. It's just basically you pay something off within 30 days. Or you could have just paid it if you could afford it that easily. Paid it right then. Then guess what you don't have to worry about for 30 days? Worrying about whether you paid something off or not. There's no need to pay $29.85 at a pizza hut to get a stuffed crust pizza and some breadsticks and a 2 liter Pepsi. And then forget to accidentally pay it 60 days later and that $29.85 turns into, oh, uh... $52.23 because they add what? 30% fee, whatever the fucking percentage is. So you're a one night out with a feeding you and the wifey turned into man. We won't be able to eat a pizza for a week because this took a good portion of my budget. Because I could have just paid off then. And now I just doubled my problems for no fucking reason. <sighs> All I'm saying is. If you were going to go the credit card route. And you were going to go the route of credit is everything. You still got to have money. You understand that right? I don't care what people say. I would rather have money to pay some up front. Than to worry about paying some 12 to 18 months. Or 30 years house. I don't care about the depreciating value. If I can can buy a $40,000 car up front. Fairly easily. And I plan on actually having this car for every day. There is no point. In me paying $10,000 up front. And paying payments over time to build my credit. When I could have just spent it and had no payments. It makes no goddamn sense. Jesus. Alright. Alrighty. Alright. I think I'm going to stop there. Really need to start uh, improving. I think improving, you know... Let me tell you how this podcast kind of comes together. Um, sometimes I'll have some ideas pointed out. I think it, like I may go on the internet early in the day, look at some stories and have something to go off. And then I'll start with the story and I'll have a couple of things I want to get to. Then after that story, I'll somehow start tangent about some and then the whole podcast will go in a completely different direction. That typically is what the better ones are. Ones where I have a starting point talk about some of my first subject I'll talk about and then I venture off and I may naturally lead into something. Sometimes like this one, yeah, 
I feel like I like to change it up to keep it interesting. And sometimes, I haven't really done it recently, but where I have a very specific step-by-step direction. I still don't know which formula works best. I think a combination balance, depending on what I feel that day, still the best way to go about it because you get to feed different type of audiences who like certain type episodes. I am going to start getting deep dives more again. I did enjoy doing those. It made me feel like I was... Actually, at least feeling like I put some research. Um, but yeah, all right. And I am going to be getting it. My plan is I will be getting a new laptop. Uh, I hope by August 1st. That's kind of like my goal. I'm starting to do research on laptops to fucking get. And um, then once I do that. I plan on the start having some guests on, like some friends of mine or whoever, and get more in-depth conversations about other things and maybe have longer podcasts. And then I also plan on, you know, getting more equipment for my cameras and stuff. So the video version, I have unlimited battery. But main thing, get a different fucking laptop. Goddamn. You people don't understand like how much extra shit I have to do to do the simplest of things on a Chromebook. I know it sounds like I'm bitching about a Chromebook, but I got this Chromebook. It was not with the intent to do anything of a significance. I was fine with it. I didn't even understand. I thought every laptop could do the same thing. Oh, was I wrong? I'm just amazed that I could record this shit for the audio. And I go look into the camera and uh, suck some titties. Ah, snuck it in there. All right. I hit the 45-minute mark. You know, I did my obligation, wasted y'all's and my time today. Um, remember to follow the IG, subscribe, like, go fuck yourself, and uh, suck some titties. And uh, have a great day today. Have a great Saturday. Have a great, great, great Saturday. It say Saturday or it say Sunday? It is Saturday. Yes, it is Saturday. Alrighty. Alrighty. Alright guys, have a great have a great day today. And remember, for every Saturday there's you know it's just Saturday. <laughs>